The last thing that you want to hear from your wife when you let her know that you are thinking of going to lodge is, again? Are you going to be in lodge every single night this week? You know about the cable tow, right? You know that family and vocation come first. But unfortunately, there are many brothers who ignore the cautionary tale and put masonry above everything else. Many times at the expense of their own relationships. But don't worry, I know you love your lady and I know you love Freemasonry. There's no reason why you can't have both. You have arrived at The Winding Stairs, a program dedicated to Masonic education and the art of self-improvement. I am your host, Juan Sepulveda. And I thank you for taking a few minutes to engage in this conversation where we explore the importance of being a Mason and a husband in balance. I don't even have to explain to you why you want your lady to be your ally, your companion in this Masonic journey. Today, I'm going to share with you some secrets to establishing a healthy balance that allows you to spend time with your brothers and keep your lady happy. Before we get too deep into the conversation, I want to say thank you to our exclusive group of supporters on Patreon because they make shows like this possible. I'll tell you later about the perks that you can unlock by becoming a monthly supporter of The Winding Stairs. More on that later. Let's start talking about the investigative committee. Whenever a brother or a candidate petitions a lodge to consider them for membership, a part of the process is that the Worshipful Master assigns a, a committee to go into the house of the individual, meet with him and his wife or anybody else in the household in order to answer any questions, to give them a realistic expectation of the commitment that the individual is going to go through if they so choose to join Masonry. Many times I've seen this investigative process take more of a of a sales pitch aspect, which I absolutely detest. I really don't like that aspect. If someone's interested in joining Freemasonry to the point where they've gone to lodge, met with you, filled a petition, there's no reason to try to convince them to join the lodge. It doesn't matter how bad, uh, how, how low the attendance is, how low the membership is. There's no reason to try to have a sales pitch to convince someone to join Masonry. But that aside, that's something I'll gripe about a little bit later on a different episode. The investigative committee visit gives us an opportunity to sit down and really hash out the details of what it really takes to become a Mason. This man is going to be initiated. He's then going to be required to learn certain things before he's able to progress to another degree. And that learning process, it could take a long time. It could take many visits to the lodge, maybe once, twice a week, in order to really assimilate the knowledge that, that we're trying to convey to the, to the member. So making sure that the lady of the, the house, that the wife understands this man is going to be out of the house for a couple of days a week for the foreseeable future. That's something that they need to expect. So it would be unfair, right, for the newly initiated candidate who now is excited to learn the different lessons of masonry to face resistance at home whenever he is actually fulfilling the expectation that we try to set during the investigative committee. Another benefit of the investigative committee is that now the lady of the house gets to meet some of the brothers. 
let's say for example she didn't go to the lodge whenever he got the petition at least now she has an opportunity to meet two guys two of the guys that he's probably going to spend some time over the coming months learning his proficiency his catechism whatever it is that he is he's doing in lodge so you see there's an increased value here in putting together a an investigative committee that is not only knowledgeable about the craft but perhaps is going to be a good fit to spend time with this man or for him to uh, be a uh, liaison with the lady like what do i mean by that imagine for example it's a young man just fresh out of college just starting his marriage and then the investigative committee that you send to his house perhaps is three of the oldest brothers that you have in the lodge that perhaps are not um, anything alike this young man. It may not be the best fit. Of course, I don't know the brothers of your lodge, but what I'm saying is that you make that decision. Whenever you put together an investigative committee, don't think of, oh, who can do this? Think also, who would be the perfect person to do this in order to establish a, a new and ongoing relationship with the new candidate, but also with his family. In order to be a good husband and a good Mason, there has to be a balance. Once you join Masonry, the opportunities for involvement are endless. You could be part of a committee, you could be part of the officer line, you could join uh, a myriad of uh, appended bodies. The, again, opportunities are endless. But you need to be prudent and you need to be very decisive as to what things you're going to involve yourself in. You know about the cable tow. You need to keep your, uh, your involvement into a level that is not going to impact negatively your family, your career, your education, all the other things that existed there before Masonry came into the picture. I know that there are many brothers out there who are excited about the fraternity who could listen to this and find value in making sure that they have a balance that's healthy for their relationships and for the craft. So if you find this episode valuable, make sure to hit like and to subscribe. It allows us to reach more brothers. It also allows us to continue doing this and providing education that is, that is helpful. It's timely. So thank you for subscribing and for liking it. Now, a fair thing to think is how many days is enough? How much masonry is enough masonry in a week? If you ask a grandmaster, the grandmaster of the, of the state, he's going to be on the road day in and day out. He has to travel and work almost incessantly. Now, a newly initiated brother perhaps doesn't have all the responsibilities, doesn't have all the commitments that a grandmaster has, so you have two ends of the spectrum there. Where do you want to be? Where can you be? Where in that spectrum of full-on activity and pacing yourself do you think you can be without negatively impacting your family? Of course, it's going to be different for you than it is for me. I have found a very good balance, and this is just my personal opinion, of being involved in one Masonic activity per week. On special occasions when there is a special event, when there is a degree, when there is some practice for the degree, whenever I have to help a brother with catechism or something of that nature, then maybe I have a second day that I do 
some sort of Masonic visitation. Now think very carefully about what works for you. How much time can you spend out of the house that is not going to negatively impact the family? A measure that was helpful for me when determining how much time I was going to spend going to lodge was that in the Blue Lodge, in my home lodge, we meet twice a month. And I thought, okay, well, the first week of the month, I go to lodge. What do I do the second week of the, of the month? I could choose to go and visit a lodge and see some brothers that I haven't seen in a while or go to perhaps the lodge that where I was raised or go to the lodge where I was initiated. Notice, this gives me an opportunity where I can decide, let's say that second week shows up and my business is demanding too much time of me or my family has a lot of needs that I need to, that I need to meet, then I can make a decision of, okay, well, I'm gonna, this week I'm not going to go and do anything. But it's not a solid uh, commitment that I have to be there every week. So that's the thought process that I had. First week for my home lodge. Second week I can go travel. Third week I come back to my home lodge. The fourth week perhaps I travel again or I go to the Scottish Rite or I go to the York Rite. And that's that way I keep a balance. I get to see a variety of brothers. I get to continue to expand my knowledge about masonry, engage in new experiences, and it doesn't come as such a shock as whenever you commit to too many things up front and then you have to be out of the house three nights, four nights, or, or something of that nature. Now, obviously, there will be opportunities for you to volunteer to do different things. Like I mentioned earlier, you could be part of the investigative committee. And that tends to be a relatively easy task. You go travel to someone's home, spend maybe an hour with them at the most, and then drive back home. You help the fraternity by vetting or further uh, qualifying this individual by providing necessary information for their uh, Masonic experience to be a more pleasant one. But here, you you're also taking some load off of the other members of the of the fraternity. One thing that we notice often is that if we don't have a, a vast number of members that are active, that are actually volunteering to do things, it's just a few of the brothers that are doing all the work. On a previous episode of The Winding Stairs, I shared what I called Masonic Burnout. If you haven't seen that episode or haven't watched it, uh, listened to it, I encourage you to check it out because it goes through very specific solutions to help you if you feel burnt out, or if you feel a little overwhelmed with everything that you've uh, experienced in, in masonry. Because this doesn't have to be a negative experience. This has the potential to be incredibly positive. So having the right tools is gonna help you. But notice that you're gonna have an opportunity to volunteer in a myriad of things. You're gonna be able to be part of the degrees. You're going to be able to be part of the investigative committee. You'll be able to uh, organize and facilitate different events. Whenever you're invited to participate in these things, take your family into consideration. Don't blindly say, yes, I'll do it. Let's go. Without considering what is the time commitment that you're saying yes to? Is this something that is going to help the fraternity? Yes, check. Is it going to impact my family negatively? Well, it depends. 
that answer has to be clearly answered. I mean, that question has to be clearly answered in order for you to be able to make a commitment that is not going to affect you in other aspects of your life. If you're enjoying this episode, you will love our newly redesigned website, thewindingstairs.com, where you will find free access to our entire podcast catalog. By visiting thewindingstairs.com, you will also discover our growing collection of Freemasonry-inspired art. That's right. Bring elegant artwork featuring the profound symbols of masonry to your home, office, or lodge. You'll be happy to know that we've also expanded our apparel collection to include new, discreet designs in sizes up to 5XL. We can't wait for you to see them. Support our efforts to share Masonic education and inspiration by visiting thewindingstairs.com today. Thank you. Now, if you've been a member of the fraternity for a while, you know that it's possible for you to overdo it. And you may be in that situation at the very moment. Maybe you've overcommitted. You've put too many things on your plate. You've said yes to way too many things. Now, if you give your word, you said that you were going to do something, you best do that. Because we're counting on men like you to continue to keep their word and do the work. But if you've overcommitted, and you feel that this is creating some sort of strain in your balance or in your relationship at home, you can walk it back. Little by little, you can start perhaps opting out of some of the extra activity that you committed to and perhaps allowing some of the younger members to, to join or other bro brothers who haven't been as active. Maybe they can take a little bit of that workload. But you have to watch out for yourself. You really have to take care of making sure that you are true to keeping things balanced. And perhaps if you are running two committees and you are, you're an officer in the lodge and then you're starting in, a, in, a, in another officer line for an appendant body and you get asked to do another one, it may not be uh, enough to just say, well, not at the moment, thank you so much, to this position. You may have to perhaps take another one of these uh, positions and perhaps see if somebody else can has the time to do it. Now, what you don't want to do is to have all this burden on yourself to the point where now you perhaps are either resentful or you are doing it without joy in, in your heart. You don't want to associate any of those emotions with what you're doing for the craft. But I go into details on that on the other episode, so I encourage you to check it out. So now we go back to being a good husband and a good mason. Of course, if you are in a marriage, this is a partnership. If you are with a lady, you want to make sure that, of course, she's happy, right? You want to make sure that she is understanding your commitments and that she is flexible enough so that you can go without having this uh, preoccupation that she's upset at you for being for spending time with your brothers. It shouldn't be a either or kind of thing, right? So. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about was milking it. I've seen brothers that perhaps have a relationship in which the lady is putting some resistance to some of the involvement that they are having in masonry. And what I've seen that I don't think works very well for building relationships is that they milk it. So whenever they go to lodge, for example, they go to lodge and they already got permission, right? Some brothers... Uh, uh, call it dispensation from the most worshipful, sublime uh, matroness. Uh, they got permission to go to the lodge, right? They got the 
oh, it's it's okay. Yeah, you can go to, to the lodge. But then they go and then they make a, a late night out of it. Uh, I've even heard stories of brothers that will will come home way later and then blame it on the lodge when it's just their decision to maybe go to the local watering hole and spend some time with the brothers. There's nothing wrong with you hanging out with your brothers and spending some time with them. Just be mindful that you can't milk it. You can't take advantage of, of that situation because you're going to put a negative feeling from your lady towards the fraternity. And that that doesn't work for anybody, to be honest with you. Here's a very helpful analogy that I have adopted myself and I've recommended it successfully to other brothers who are in a marriage. And it is the fact that you can look at that relationship and the, the ability to do fun things and you look at it as a deposit account. Almost like if, if, if you were depositing into a, an account. Let me explain. Let's say, for example, your lady says, hey, listen, my old uh, friend from high school, she's in town. I would love to go see her and have dinner with her, right? Here's an opportunity for you to say, oh, don't worry about it. I'll take care of the house. I'll take care of the kids. Yeah, sure. Go ahead and make it happen, right? There's a deposit. So you're putting, you're depositing uh, opportunities right here into, into this account. Then she says, for example, oh, I want to go and and do X or Y. I want to get my hair done or I want to go to go to my old college to uh, check something in the, in the library, whatever it is, right? Don't make it difficult for her to do those things that she desires. Don't make it difficult for her to do those things that she wants to do. Make it more likely that she's going to say, oh, yeah, it's okay. Whenever you say, hey, there's this extra event that masonry is putting together. I want to be a part of that. Are you okay with that? Right? For example, you want to go to, to lodge and you know that there's a visit coming. There's someone coming from another lodge that you want to hang out with after lodge. Just let her know. It's like, hey, such and such is going to be there. I would love to stay a little later and smoke a couple cigars or have some drinks, whatever. If your account has enough funds in it, you're more likely to be able to do that without any negative consequence. And I know some people are going to be turned off by that way of thinking. Listen, if that doesn't work for you, don't do it. But this is something that I've put into practice and that I've seen brothers implement successfully because it's a, it's a give and take, right? I'm sure that you've heard of people, not you, but you've heard of people go to pay for something with a credit card and the credit card comes back declined, insufficient funds, or balance exceeded. Mm? You don't want that from your own personal relationship, right? So if you're only taking, 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 doing for you, for you, for you, for you, for you, and there's nothing for the other person, you're pretty sure going bankrupt in a hurry, and you don't want that. Just think about it in the way that you both have things that you can do, and there's no reason why either of you should be deprived of doing fun things, things that are going to fulfill you. So this is a good way for you to give and take. Now, I must confess, I've seen the absolute opposite of that. I've seen the opposite situation where the brother gives and gives and gives. And it's not reciprocal. A brother who goes to work every single day, working long days, long hours, and then just says, hey, 
Some of the brothers are traveling by. I want to hang out with them whenever they come. And then she puts resistance to it. Or she, she says, no, it's not fair for me because of X or Y. This is, of course, I don't pretend to in this, uh, in this podcast to give you marital advice. If it gets to this point, perhaps it's something that a professional needs to intervene or, or some mediator has to come in. But it's, it's a matter of boundaries, right? It's a matter of fairness and understanding. And this is something that perhaps if you allow it to happen, what's going to happen is that you're going to build resentment towards her because it's an, it's an unfair exchange. It's like feeling like someone is taking advantage of you. And clearly, this is not a feeling that you want to associate with the person you're spending your life with. So my solution and you know a suggestion that I have is that if you have that sense of injustice and you think, you know, this doesn't doesn't sit right with me. I think I've I'm doing enough things for this family. I should be allowed to at least spend some time with my brothers at least once a week or at least this much time. This is one of those difficult conversations that requires courage and courtesy. If you haven't seen my my other podcast, it's called The Gentleman's Brotherhood. In it, I discuss more of these uh, related topics because it's important for us to be able to engage in the difficult conversations without sacrificing the courtesy. So sitting down with your wife in a very uh, nice way and say, hey, listen, I've been noticing that you're putting resistance to me going to do this. And this may be an opportunity for you to point out that Freemasonry is not just some fun thing that I go to do. It's not just this entertainment that I'm trying to engage in. This is something that is going to help me become a better man. The lessons that we find in Masonry are going to be beneficial for everybody in the family. So it's it will be fair for, for the brother to have enough opportunity to go to the meetings and build himself up because it's it's good for everybody. It's good for him, it's good for his lodge, and it's good for his family. Another thing that you can do in order to keep a harmonious relationship in this triangle, in this love triangle of yourself, your wife, and Freemasonry is to get her involved in family activities from the lodge. Guarantee that if your lodge is not putting together family events, the shrine is, or the Scottish Rite is, or the York Rite is, or the Grotto is, or any of these appendant bodies is putting together something that you can bring your lady with you, spend some time together, allow her to get to meet some of these brothers, get to spend some time with them, get to know their wives, and perhaps this opens up the door for you guys to do more Masonic activities where everyone is involved and do something different. And still you get the benefit of spending time with your brother, spending time in Lodge. So getting her involved in other activities is, is going to help out. There are also appendant organizations like the Order of the Eastern Star or the Amaranth that also include the participation in ritual of the ladies. For many ladies, this is a good route where they get to get a feeling for what you're enjoying in Lodge the fellowship, the the lessons, and, and, and all that whole atmosphere. So that's another opportunity for you to get her involved in a way that 
whenever you say, hey, I'm, th I'm considering going to this meeting, she knows the value that you get out of it and she'll be more likely to, to make it easy for you to continue enjoying these experiences. In summary, you've heard the expression, happy wife, happy life, right? I've heard it a little too often and I'm not a big fan of it because you know what? Your happiness is important too. So happy marriage and whatever. We're going to have to come up with some uh, rhymey, fun <laughs> uh, expression for that. But it's about e equality, about justice, about us being able to enjoy each other's company when we're together, but also have the respect for one another that when we want some time apart and we want to be enjoying ourselves and having experiences just by ourselves, that we're afforded that opportunity. So it's important for you to keep a good balance between masonry, your family, your vocation, that you are not sacrificing the well-being of any of those, and you're having a more balanced, fruitful, and enjoyable Masonic journey. Now, I would love to hear from you. Do you feel that the arrangement that you have with your lady is a fair one? Are there any tweaks you would make to it to make it more enjoyable for yourself? For, to make it maybe a little bit more fair? Let me know if you've heard of stories about brothers and having their relationships affected by their over-involvement in masonry or their disregard for respect to their lady when committing uh, to different uh, events or different activities. I look forward to hearing what you, what you come up with in the comment sections below. I want to take a moment to point out and say thank you to all the brothers that have gone over to the Winding Stairs and supported our work by purchasing any of the products that we have available there. We're very proud of the quality of Masonic items that we've included in the windingstairs.com, and we have a brand new website to showcase them. Hopefully you see something there that you like. For example, the shirt that I'm wearing today is a one of the latest items that we put, and we'll give you some details about it, but head over to thewindingstairs.com. We'll treat you fairly. Uh, you're gonna get a product that you like, and it's gonna help you get recognized in public by other brothers and maybe make new friends. I also wanted to say thank you to our supporters on Patreon for making shows like this possible. When they support us through Patreon, they unlock access to content behind the scenes. They get access to informing us of what the topics that they want us to discuss are. Uh, they get access to a special limited edition pin. A whole bunch of cool things that you can see when you go to patreon.com slash Juan Sepulveda. There are many ways in which you can support this show. If you like it, if you enjoy it, if you think it is of value to people, even sharing it or sharing your opinion about it goes a long way. Whichever way you choose to support us, thank you. I hope that you found this conversation edifying, that you can find a balance that's healthy for your family, for your business, for your lodge, and you're able to continue enjoying yourself in this Masonic journey. Thank you for listening. And until next time, may your steps be firm and your path illuminated as we continue our journey up the winding stairs. Mm -hmm.